You are now listening to Soul Power to the People podcast with Tess Fregera. It's a podcast designed to bring awareness on intended or unintended crimes against humanity, how we can rise above it, claim our divine inheritance, and return the soul power to the people. The crime of the day is, well, it, you get to decide if it's a crime or not. But I have my beautiful guest here, Angela Grover, who's going to shed the light on mask. You know, the good, bad, the ugly, right? Well, first, Angela, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing fantastic. I'm so excited to be here. I just always love anything that involves hanging with Tess. So. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So Angela, you guys, she's beautiful. She's amazing. And she is a freedom leader, truth warrior, and a crime stopper. And I invited her today because, well, I, I love her. Um, she knows my heart and I know her heart. And uh, that energy is going to reveal so much on our show today about mask. And Angela is a nutritional therapy practitioner. She's a speaker. She's an autism spectrum mom and natural health advocate. And I also want to ask you, Angela, about your, uh, before we get to the, the meat of mask, how you recall no, got over Lyme disease, and how were you able to raise your son um, and, and that journey, autism, Asperger's, uh, and all that? Yeah. Oh, definitely didn't come into it naturally. It was a little bit of a, I shouldn't say a little bit, it was a major paradigm shift for me. Lots of things that I believed, lots of things that I had done before had to, as you like to say, shift. Um, it was just absolutely necessary. He uh, had regressive autism. And um, I know that it's not everybody's thing, but in my heart, I believe that he was vaccine injured because he was a regular kid before and then not. We saw him lose verbal skills and cognitive skills and, and all sorts of things. So um, did not get very many good answers with conventional uh, methods and so we decided to go alternative did tons and tons of research like the crazy mama you know two o'clock in the morning research and I just decided to do what felt like was in alignment with uh what he needed and for a lot of that it was nutritional intervention um and I guess I should clarify that just quickly basically you're looking at the what the individual needs of the body are you're trying to balance what's out of balance and that's different for everybody. So um, with with Eli, there was a lot of food changes. We took out things like colors, preservatives, um, you know, flavors, things like that. And then there was a lot of detox for him and then bringing in nutrients to sort of build his immune system up because he was a very sick little boy for a few years. So, okay. um, and now, I mean, I have like, you know, documented his, his original diagnosis, and then they kind of upgraded him from PDD, which is pervasive developmental disorder, when he was three and a half, to Asperger's when he was um, four and a half. So 
he, he just progressed and he regained some skills and now he's about 85% neurotypical. We haven't had him tested for quite some time because he's high functioning. So whether or not he currently falls on the spectrum, I couldn't tell you, which is actually really cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then just kind of all the stress and everything like that, I think perpetuated my sort of breaking down of health. Um, we, we lost a lot of people too, as, as you know, I've worked with Tess before. So tons and tons of grief, um, with, with family losses and things like that. And it just kind of caught up with me. My immune system just started to break down and I got very sick. We found out that it was Lyme disease. And again, I never did get a formal diagnosis. Uh, Lyme disease testing is notoriously unreliable. So I had lots of scary symptoms. They found the spirochetes in my blood and pretty much everything else kind of matched up. But we just looked at it and it was going to be lots of money to do treatment. So we thought, okay, are we going to spend thousands of dollars trying to get this conventional diagnosis that our insurance won't pay for anyway? Or should we invest that into treatment? Then we decided the latter. Um, But to be totally honest, I was not able to recover even though I was doing all the right things until mm-hmm. I did the emotional work with you. Um, as, yeah. Yeah. Cause that was not the focus of our coaching at all. And then you sent me this lovely letter or email saying, yeah. yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm like, well, I didn't even know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did, because I, di- I didn't want that to be the focus. I, I didn't want to, you know, be like, oh, I'm sick. I'm sick. I'm sick. It was just about becoming emotionally, spiritually, you know, healthy because I knew that was my missing piece. I was like the girl who did whatever they asked her to do, you know, protocol queen. And I was not healing. So I, I knew it had to be emotional. Right. And, and you're reminding me right now of before I became a coach, I was a um, facilitator for a recovery. And it was a group of women recovering uh, from cancer. And one of the participants said, and, I, and it stuck with me, I was doing all the right things. I was exercising, clean food, yoga, meditation, what have you. Why was I still sick? So that really stuck with me that there is more to the food. There is more, you know, those are all important. It's really this this, um, returning to soul power. I believe is the key to healing, which is integration, really, right? So, and this is, this your journey here is what has you become very outspoken and a fighter for medical freedom for other people. Absolutely. I follow all your posts on Facebook and uh, I wouldn't be as aware if not for you and some other people who, it just happens to be on my, (laughs) I was just minding my own business. (laughs) And then, oh my God, right? And then, oh my God, it was like a flood of information. And 
for a while there, I was afraid that I was committing some kind of financial suicide because I'm not promoting my services. Because like you, like you have to, you're, you're just so pulled, you know, to, to, to speak this truth and to, you're like, oh my gosh, nobody knows this. You just can't be quiet about it. Right. Right. So the crime of the day is masking. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to be very transparent. I yeah. ordered my food online <laughs> and have my my groceries delivered to my door just yeah. so I don't participate in that because I know on some level that there is some control and manipulation going on there. Yes, maybe there's safety and things like that, but it's for people other people's safety that I don't wear a mask. You know, it's not that I'm not honoring other people. It's just I'm honoring myself to know that I will, it will immediately bring me down to the level of anxiety, level of anger. And those, you know, you talked about emotion and I know what those emotions can do if done on a regular basis. So I, I did all that. Okay, so being very transparent with people, I voted without a mask on. But Ooh, I had a mask. Girl. Yeah, I had a mask in my purse um, in case somebody asks me to wear it. And I'm going to yeah. honor and uh, respect that. But if I can get away with it, <laughs> you know it, I would. So um, your turn. Uh, tell us how, what, what's your take on mask? Is it a crime? Is it good? What's the benefit to it? Um, I think there can be benefits to some people wearing them. I, I think that you really have to look at this on an individual basis. And that I think is part of what pisses us off about the whole issue is that it has, it's the individual has been removed from this. And everything has, all the emphasis has been put on, you know, the collective uh, or, you know, the good of the group. And the, the problem with that, I mean, disclaimer, obviously, I'm, I'm not a doctor. I'm not allowed to give medical advice. I do nutrition, right? So if you have a medical issue or if you're high risk, that's for you to decide between your body and your physician and your whatever. And to be totally honest, none of us are perfect. So even if you do get certain advice from physicians, you know, case in point, what happened with my son, they're just like, hey, he's pretty severe and you need to get him some long-term disability insurance, like start working out how you guys are going to do this. And I was like, no, you know, still get all of the advice, go get the information, but make your own choice, right? Mm -hmm. So, So some of the issues surrounding this have been controversial for a long time. We just didn't know about all the details until recently because it's been mandated in so many places. So they've done studies on the efficacy of masks for quite a while. Uh, back in like 2009, when there was the H1N1, um, they, they considered putting some of these measures in place according to how you know their models, like their computer models that said, hey, this might spread. Well, let me pull up, because I've got my research here. The name of the study was Face Masks to Prevent Community Transmission of Viral Respiratory Infections. And this one is specific to the the COVID virus. SARS-CoV-2 is spread through airborne droplets and possibly in some cases 
aerosol-containing virons. Face masks of various types filter droplets containing the virus. However, they may not reduce transmission of the virus in community settings if not one used correctly and may even increase transmission if they act as fomites or prompt other behaviors that transmit the virus, such as face touching. Okay, I don't know anyone, anyone that, that can put that on them and not be just, you talk and it moves, or you breathe in it and you can feel the sweat on your face, or it, everyone is, there's, it itches. People are constantly touching their face, and that is what they mean. So the, the people who are running these studies specifically on in the COVID situation are saying, eh, they might benefit this whole water droplet thing a little bit unless you're all touching your face all day. Or if you take the mask off, like you've worn it for several hours, it develops kind of that wetness to it because you're breathing in it. You've worn it for a while, you set it down on what is probably a contaminated surface because what is not a contaminated surface? right? You take it off, you set it down, you put it back on your face. So the ability to keep them clean, not touching your face. You, like you mentioned, so many people have anxiety. I have a really hard time with it being on my face. I'm in the same boat as you. If I have to wear it, if someone asks me to wear it, or if I got to go in, like if I've got a thing or two that I literally, like I can't order it. They're out of it online. I really need to get this thing. I will wear the mask in the store if it is the store's policy. But I'm not going to wear, as soon as I get out of the store, like it's off my face. Right, right. You know? There was one time I had to wear it because I had to use the facilities real bad. So, (laughs) and there was someone at the door, you know, really checking. And so the minute I passed her off my face, used the restroom and then shopped a little bit and, you know, I had some clothing in my one hand because I was just supposed to be in and out. And someone mm-hmm. offered to give me a card and didn't really force me to yeah. wear a mask. So, so I get away with things like that. And some people will view that as irresponsible. I know. But then again, if you look at the motivation under the mandate, it's like muzzling us. It's like, it's a, it's a control thing. And I already decided the day I was born that I will not be controlled. I just asked my mother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you and I have some similar issues when it comes to that. So anyway, um, what else can you share about the mask? Um, they're actually, uh, I Ben Lynch has been fairly outspoken about this, Dr. Ben Lynch. I follow him. Um, He's been removed from a lot of platforms and a lot of the videos that he was trying to share about mask uh, health and the effects of it have been taken down. Um, He goes through a ton of literature. He makes no claims without scientific backing. It's one of the reasons I love how he shares information. Mm -hmm. And he does always telling people. He's like, I'm not telling you to wear a mask. I'm not telling you not to wear a mask. I'm asking you to get informed and then make this choice for yourself. And that's the part that pisses him off. If they're going to recommend something that they feel like would be beneficial, then have it be a guideline. Have it be a recommendation. You know, 
here's what we did to say, you know, look, we looked into this and we think it's really going to be helpful if you want to do A, B, or C, and here's why. Don't just throw things out at people like, look, you're going to do this or you're going to get in trouble, right? That we have mandates now in Boise. Um, I live in Idaho and we don't have them in my city but we have them in Boise and a couple of other cities. You must wear a mask when you leave the house. If you don't wear it when you leave the house, you will be approached by someone. They will remind you that you need to wear it and you can be ticketed. If you become irritated or belligerent, you know, if it gets to a certain point, you can be charged with a misdemeanor for not wearing a mask. Now you know why I'm in Nebraska. <laughs> um, that's tyranny. Lockdown, mask, yes. it's, it's tyranny. And the censorship that you just mentioned with Dr. Ben Lynch, oh, th man. that raises an alarm bell in my head. You know, why yes. censor? And the information about hydrochloroquine. Yeah. Why was that being withheld? If it's going to benefit, okay, it's not 100% cure for 100% of the population, but if it benefits a certain part of that population, why is it not being uh, made available? Why is it being banned? And then I read that hmm, governors that banned it were actually using it. The hip hypocrisy and so alarm bells boo, 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 like we're being lied to we're being manipulated yeah so th there there have been several stories about politicians you know going out to a restaurant going to get their hair done going oh, on oh, vacation you know things like that and and we're we're given these these rules they yeah. they in my opinion, can't be laws, honestly. It can't because it's unconstitutional. It's right. it's, um, it's taking away our medical liberties. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. I, I also, I live in a state that allows both philosophical and religious exemptions for vaccines. Mm -hmm. And some people don't agree with that either. But because of our past history and because when when I ran tests on my son to see you know, what kind of things we needed to do for detoxification protocols for him, it, his aluminum levels were very high. And he had had vaccinations that used aluminum as a preservative. So technically, is that scientific? Because I didn't do some sort of double placebo randomized? No, but it's the best information that I have and I know my son had something with aluminum in it. And I did the testing that showed that he had higher levels of aluminum. And he got better when we detoxed. Mm -hmm. So, and you, you can't say that, for me anyway, you can't say that that's placebo effect. Simply because my three-year-old son, who I'm changing all of his dietary things and giving A, B, and C, he doesn't know what's going on with him. Right, right. So how, how would he have internalized the placebo effect on his own body right. where he's not aware of why he's being given these things or why his food's different or why, you know, so that sort of got pushed to the side. But 
mask wearing. Um, anyone who has a breathing condition really should not wear it. It, it can reduce the amount of oxygen you get. Um, if you want to test that out for yourself, is it completely scientific? No, but Dr. Ben Lynch recommends you buy a pulse oximeter. Um, you know, don't get like a super cheap one, but buy, buy a good brand name pulse oximeter, the little thing they put on your finger to measure your oxygen level when you go to the doctor. So buy one of those. Measure it for a couple of hours while you're just doing whatever you're doing. Then um, it changes for pretty much everybody that, that tries that. So if you have a breathing condition, if you have anemia, if you're pregnant, and most women who are, are pregnant have anemia simply because they're sharing their blood supply with another human being. So there, there has something, I know I see pregnant women wearing these all the time, but he shows the studies and he puts very large emphasis in his, you know, medical way. He explains all of that in the medicine way, but there's um, something called heme in the blood and people who are anemic, that carries the oxygen. So if those numbers are messed up, you already can't have blood as oxygenated as someone else. So then add the face covering to that, and that's a problem. Um, people who have anxiety disorders, or you know, they're claustrophobic, or they're OCD, because if you have OCD, then you're it's going to freak you out that it's there, and it has to be a certain way. So you are going to touch it every time it's in a place that you don't want it to be. So like the study mentioned, there, there goes the, the amount of reduction of, you know, reducing your exposure to microbes because you're this all day. Right. Right. It, it mitigates the, the protection that it offers in the first place. And the studies are not conclusive. Mm -hmm. So I cannot understand how with science that has not been conclusive, one study says it does one study says it doesn't. One study says it helps a little. I don't understand with data like that, how they can say, you know, you have to wear these things. Yeah. Yeah, it's infuriating. Yes. Um, and, and there was an article that I think I tagged you on. Giving birth with a mask on, that um, is just like, people, why are we allowing this? I, I didn't understand that in any way, shape, or form. Like I said, that there, there's data that shows you shouldn't be wearing one for long-term periods anyway if you're pregnant. And then on top of that, you have... Don't you remember that, like, everyone used to go to Lamaze class? Like, you, you used to learn special breathing techniques to make sure that you weren't holding your breath, that you were getting enough oxygen, and that you were triggering you know, some of those things in the central nervous system because the relaxation and that triggering of the nervous system helps with the pain. Right. How are you supposed to be properly oxygenated with a barrier to breathing on your face? And aren't the doctors wearing a mask? It, right, because it, if all of their sanitation measures work, right, if everything that they say they're doing to keep everything clean, if that works, so if the doctor is masked, if the nurse is masked and their facility is clean, where is the danger? I, I just don't see any of that being logical in any way. I think what infuriates me more is the uh, 
allowance of it? Like, why are people just agreeing to it? That's my frustration. Mm -hmm. like, and, and that frustration, you know, my family too, you know, my kids are like, mom, wear a mask. Mom, get a vaccine. I'm like, over my dead body. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm sort of in the same space as you are that way. And I, I don't say that to be like flippant of the value of not life. A, not at all. Yeah. Right. It, it is the emphasis of my, my personal governance, my autonomy, mm -hmm. the, the spirit and letter of the law of the document that founded this country. That is why I say things the way that I say them. I, I don't mean to be, you know, sort of glib or to make fun of any. I know that this virus affects people differently, but so does the flu. Mm -hmm. You know, there, there are many things out there that endanger people's lives. You know, riding in a car endangers your life. But we all, those of us who do ride in cars, we choose to get in the vehicle despite the numbers right? Mm -hmm. You choose to ride in the car. It's your choice, you know, and they're, I don't know. I, it, it's the twisting and the, the mask guilt, you know, the, the, yeah, the guilt, the attack, the yeah. you're selfish. Yes. Um, people canceling you just because you think a different way it's mm -hmm. it's gone really very divisive so if you're coming in here uh you know listening to this and you already come from a place of you know just wear the damn mask yeah. that is what creates separation it does between us you know separation with the, with our own oxygen with our own breath of life yeah and separation from our own sovereignty which is what you're talking about yeah exactly. this is a sign of of uh submissiveness this is mm -hmm. a sign of you've given up your power seriously if i put the mask on i'm gonna hurt somebody i get irritated i get irate um i snap yeah. easily and can be very unforgiving, you know, um, and that's not the state that I want, that I choose to operate from, right? Mm -hmm. It's a choice. It's a choice. And I, I do everything in my power to protect myself, to protect my space, you know, from negativities and chatter of the world, really vibe up my energy and do this work because I really believe that it is up to us to hold that space so that we can all enjoy heaven on earth. But if there are crimes against humanity perpetuated and perpetrated against us for the sole intention of dumbing down our consciousness so that we are in that stress state. Yeah. And when you are in stress, and, and I've had, you know, um, uh, Dr. Matt, Dr. Terry, and I'm sure you will attest to this. When you are in a state of stress, your mind's going a million miles an hour, cannot think straight. You make more mistakes. You have more relationship problems. For sure. I've, I've worked as a nutritionist in an integrative medicine clinic. And again, I'm not telling you what to do medically. What I am telling you is what I have observed in a medical setting. 
And when I say integrative, I mean, they do massage therapy, they do Reiki, foot zoning, emotional release, things like that, right? But they use those and incorporate them with the medicine because they know that you have to address the whole person. And stress is a huge, huge trigger of illness and a block to healing. They're constantly you know, trying to inform and educate people on how damaging stress is. And if you can learn to sort of complete that stress cycle in a healthy way so you can disperse it and to create yourself an environment where you are protected and you can mitigate some of that from even getting to you. I mean, it's reality. People are going to have stressors and I understand that. But like you said, the perpetuating of the fear and the what seems to be intentional ratcheting up of the fear and desperation to keep people in the stress state, that seems abusive to me. Very, very abusive. Yeah. It, it, it is abusive of their position of power. Yep. It is abusive of our freedoms and it is abusive to us emotionally and some people physically because they can't or feel like they can't go. Well, it's a physical, without. emotional, mental, and spiritual attack yes. on humanity. Yes. And the you mentioned the divisiveness earlier, and I, I have to say something about that because the this is seen on both sides. Mm -hmm. um, literally yesterday, I'm not going to give any details because it's not really my story to tell, and also the store did not want to press charges, but... Oh. Uh, in one of our local grocery stores, um, we know the manager. We've known this person for years. Used to work at one store and then moved over to another store. So she's a family friend. She was basically attacked by a customer. Mm -hmm. The woman came into the store not wanting to wear her mask, which mm -hmm. is understandable. But that store requires a mask. And it's posted outside that they require a mask. They're like, mm -hmm. please don't come in without a mask. So she came in without a mask. One of the employees asked her to put one on. She refused. So the manager was called. The manager came to address it and said, please wear your mask. She says, you can't be here if you don't, if you have your mask on. I'm sorry. And the customer would not put on her mask. She made a giant scene and the lady said, okay, we've got problems. Please call the police. And she began to scream and swear at the manager of the store. She ended up throwing a full bottle of laundry detergent at her and injuring her arm. Then she finally started to leave the store. The manager followed her waiting, you know, for police to show up. And I don't know if maybe she should have followed her so closely, but she's trying to make sure that she left. She opened the car door and tried to hit the manager with it. She got in the car and continued swearing out the window at her, trying to back over her with her car. <sighs> so all of this is on camera. And I said, are you going to press charges? And she said, well, the store doesn't want me to. Because first of all, it's bad publicity. And secondly, can you imagine the community backlash in this conservative of an area? So oh. I don't know how that will end up. Yeah, I don't know. I, I would file personal charges, maybe not. Right. Right. Even you know. if she's not going to involve the store. Yeah. 
So in, in this space, I have to look at that woman who is my friend and say her choice is to have employment in a store where they require masks, right? Mm -hmm. That's her choice. She made that choice to work there. Mm -hmm. And it's also the woman's choice. She can wear a mask or not wear a mask. And like you said, you're like, well, if they're not going to make me, <laughs> then I'm not going to wear it. Right. Well, it same thing. But if someone approaches you, that store is dictating right. their own policy. Totally. You know? that, and that's why I have my food delivered to me. Yeah, because because you've decided that it's worth it to you. You're like, right. I'm not going to participate in that. I'll go if I have to. Otherwise, no thanks. I just I just wanted to point out that the, the divisiveness is extremely damaging. I don't think it's okay to treat a human being that way because you disagree with them. No, no. And the thing is, we are being pawned to fight against each other. We're doing the dirty work. Yes. People who are abusing our freedoms. Yeah, it's the wrong place, in my opinion, to direct that energy, right? Yeah. To like yell at the manager of the store and freak out and try to physically harm her. If you're upset with what's going on, then get involved that way. Get right. all of the information you can. Use that as a oh weapon, you know, because she has every right to be angry about what's going on. She does Absolutely. not have the right to harm that woman who is there doing her job, trying to pay her bills. And it's, it's not very honoring. You know, it's, it's all about honoring, honor each other, right? It's not honoring right. to the cause either. No, no, that's not freedom. No. Is, she, is she free from her emotions? Uh, she seems like she was pretty trapped in that moment, that's for sure. Yeah, let's, let's summarize it first. All these little things that are really adding up as a huge crime, right? So yes, wear a mask if you want to wear a mask. Right. But when I started um, pushing back and I'm like, I'm not going to wear a mask. Uh, and she said, mom, you're already at that age where you should be vaccinated. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> and you don't get to make that decision for me, right? Um, and so it so started having a friction um, in the family. Yeah. But it's a choice that I make. It's a choice that she makes. I love her. But until we are able to honor each other, there's no seeing eye to eye. But you know what? There's soul to soul. Because yeah. her higher self and my higher self, I know, are talking upstairs. Yep. And we just got to play it out. So that, that's just my perspective, how I'm dealing with this. Right? Because there's this division in families. Oh, yeah. In friendships. Yep. People unfriending each other on Facebook. What? For? For a piece of mask that doesn't even freaking work, it doesn't. Uh, it's a symbol. It's it's a symbol of self abandonment. I hope people are hearing me on this. It's a piece of material that is a symbol that you've betrayed yourself, that you've abandoned your freedom and total autonomy of how to live your life. You're allowing people to dictate the actions you make. And that is 100% self-abandonment, not soul power at all. That's fear 
powered thinking. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to get off my stage now, but that's just not right. It's just not right. And I beg of you to think of this in a different perspective other than complicity, right. compliance, right. and not questioning. God gave you your intellect to question things. And if you are, my God, throwing a detergent bottle at someone, self-isolate for heaven's sake. Right. You're the one who should you know, quarantine yourself because now you're harming society. <laughs> right? <laughs> I kind of thought that was like, how ironic. Right. So I, do you see the alignment there? It's, it's just out of whack. I'm really just kind of in the place where I, I think that information and what you do with that information is your power. If you choose, right. if there is choice and informed choice in it, not if some talking head on the, the main news networks, like the, the videos that you can see where like all of the different news networks all over the country, whether they're local or national. International, all, right? It's, yeah, it's, it's a global it's, thing. They literally have a script. And so... It's the same get, mantra. Yes. Get into the studies. Be careful about where you get your information. And even with some of the studies, try to find out who funded Right. The studies. Did they pull early? You know, and who it, owns the hospitals that's yeah. doing the studies? Exactly. And some people that that strikes them as extremely overwhelming, and it is kind of overwhelming. It is. Yeah. It but is. how can you decide something if you don't know what's going on? So that that's where I come from on it. If if they decide, if they get into it and make that decision and they want to because they their heart tells them or because it is in alignment with who they are and they choose to put on the mask then that's fine but usually those people don't mistreat or try to tear down non-mask wearers mm -hmm. they just know they're they're like this is what I choose for me. You choose for you. If we could have that attitude, if the government would understand that we are human beings who can logic through things and make decisions for ourselves, there wouldn't be all of this fighting. There wouldn't be anything to fight against. Mm -hmm. If we would just understand, I have autonomy. I have individual rights. And so does that person over there who decided to wear a mask, not because they're afraid if they don't, they're going to die. Not because if they're, if they don't, then they're going to be ostracized from society or their family isn't going to speak to them or that it's all fear-based. If they decided to, instead of being leveraged to, I think we would have a, a very different feeling in the country. Yeah. Um, a lot of my friends um, don't advocate for wearing masks, but they do wear masks because one, they don't want the businesses to close down. So in yes. support of the local businesses, they do yes. uh, wear a mask. Um, uh, they don't want to, you know, cause a friction or um, maybe 
they don't want the attention. Oh, you know, they don't want to be, oh, you're a non-COVID or, or you're a COVID denier. Yeah, you're a COVID conspiracy. <laughs> They're a conspiracy theory. <laughs> stop, stop, stop. So what we're just saying is you do you. We are unique patterns. Talk about that. We are so aligned with that, that we're unique yes. patterns. You know, yeah. we are as unique as our thumbprint. Mm -hmm. So how you do life is going to be different how I do life. It's, it's so unique. But talk about that. Um, I actually named my my nutritional therapy business Pattern for Health. And, and that is why. Uh, it's like if you go into the store and you put on a dress, it might look totally nasty on you. You're like, this is not made for me. And then you your friend steps into it and you're like, wow, like she looks like a million bucks in that. And you're like, that it does, it doesn't fit me. You know, um, we're just like that. We, people used to make their own clothes for a reason. It wasn't just to be frugal. It was so you, you buy the pattern. So it gives you a general shape, but the measurements must be made to fit you. Right. And I, I completely, we call it bio-individuality, but I think it goes beyond just the biology. I think it's it's very emotional. It's very spiritual. Um, I just, you're right. We totally agree on that. Um, people cannot get well the same way. I, I don't mm -hmm. ever, ever say to someone like, here's this group of vitamins, you know, like, let's say, okay, if you're struggling with Lyme disease, like here are the foods that you need to eat and here are the vitamins that you need to have. Yeah. Sometimes some of them will be similar, but I, I cannot rubber stamp a person. No, mm -hmm. I, I just can't. God made us all individual. It's like, we're like snowflakes. You know, every single one of us is beautiful and complex, but none of us are the same. Like you, you can't make a snowflake fall the same. You can't make a snowflake melt the same. And that, that's just how it is. You, you have to be in touch with all the different little intricacies that go on and try to get a person to, to listen to what their body is telling them. Yeah. So, you know, if you give your body what it needs, it will let go of what it doesn't. That's, I tell that to my clients a lot of the time. It's missing something. Yeah. You know, it's asking you for something. And in all of these crazy you know, COVID situations. And if it's money for you, if it's family for you, if, you know, the, the mask thing for you, a lot of that is, is extremely stressful and we are not giving our bodies or our spirits what we need. Right. So we're finding imbalance. We're finding that we are triggering more sickness. I, I'm not immune to that. Right. Right. So, and that's why it's always, you know, you guard your awareness, guard, what it is, don't just allow people to trample over your rights, right? Yes. Yeah, so we are very unique individuals. We're unique soul imprints. Yeah. Um, the world is not the same without you, Angela, in it. Because you have that unique vibration that only you can emanate and, and bring out into the world. And I want people to hear this. Because what they're trying to do is take away our uniqueness and make us all 
crammed into a can of sardines. Do you feel the suffocation that they're putting us in? In a can of sardines. You're just supposed to swim, you know, the same way. Well, no, I want to be the, the dolphin that jumps up. <laughs> <laughs> in the air, right? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I want to be where my spirit can run free. That's that's the song I sing every single day. It's because once you get in touch with that unique experience of you, oh my God, just feel the freedom in that, feel the liberty in that. And that's why I cannot, I cannot wear a mask. I cannot be mandated to get vaccinated because right. that for me would be giving up my very soul. We look to God for answers mm -hmm. all the time. But what people don't realize is God is, is speaking through us. God is this face. God is this hand. God cannot be God without your unique soul power and this is why it's important to return to soul power and rise above all this shenanigans that pushes people down into insignificance into right. oh my god they're raping children right they're oh, getting started but they start with the children so that our future now becomes what puppets is that the spirit of the, you know, human, you, you said human beingness. The human beingness is, is natural. But when we are fed poison, and you and I need to talk about that, you know, the poison in our food, the poison in our water, the po poison in our air. And these are all <sighs> intended. I am hurting when I say that. But when I came to that realization that these things are intended to harm humans so that we're not human any longer, we are being dehumanized, it's just disgusting. It's just disgusting. So I'm, I'm, what I'm doing is inviting experts like you who can talk about this because I'm, I'm not much into the details. I just can see the connection, the connection, the real conspiracy to dumb humanity down. Well, uh, we did homeschool for about five years, <laughs> you know, that we felt very, very strongly um, about that. We wanted to make sure that we felt that our son had a, a good foundation. And then when he was old enough, we let him choose. Right. right. You know, so even, even with feeling as strongly as I do about... Know things being a certain way or what my beliefs are. I'm very heavily convicted in my own beliefs, but even if he decided to disagree with me, I couldn't stand the idea of him being some sort of robot, right? Some like robot. a little clone of me or something. If he decides to believe what I believe, then of course that would warm my heart, but not if I made him. It's, it's exactly my position with my children. It's I'm not going to rob you of the opportunity to really get to know yourself. I'm not going to spoon-fed you the information the way I was spoon-fed information. Right. And I, I think that that has been a service to our kids because I can see him questioning 
and critically thinking and even among his friends who he would not have questioned before because of his fear of being different mm -hmm. and and now he is so let's wrap it up so i know i got into my emotional rant there but i just can't stop myself and so yeah it's my show after all yeah. <laughs> that's right i'm just gonna edit it out <laughs> <laughs> right this is why we have editing <laughs> okay so let's let's uh wrap it up but let's summarize what i heard you was one get the knowledge raise your level of awareness absolutely apply the knowledge make a choice honor one another honor yourself that that's my point you know honor yourself because without honoring yourself, you're the one throwing laundry detergent at someone. Right. Right? Because that level of rage inside of you is because of all this compliance. What else? What, what, what am I missing? Um, I think you did a pretty good job of that. I just think that you have to have that information in order to feel good about the decision. I think that's part of the tension with right. some people is that they, they know that it's a compliance issue instead of an alignment issue. Alignment. I like that. So six alignments align with the unique expression of you. Always. Yeah. Because without that alignment, there is that boiling rage inside of you. And so have, uh, and, and if you're really, it's really stressful, you guys, it's really stressful uh, for the lockdown and such. Uh, not everyone has the luxury of running away to Nebraska, <laughs> running away from it all, right? But that's something I choose, right? It's, it's um, because I, I can't work in a city that has been defunded police, right? The, the, the crime has risen you know my my whole uh, neighborhood uh there's a lot of you know it's it's not talk about safety <laughs> yeah. safe in that neighborhood Let, let's just put it that way right okay, cool. um and and when part of my brain is over there hanging around you know on guard, am I safe over here? You know, that's when our energy starts draining. Yeah. Right? It, it's an energy drain. So I need to, again, this is just me. I'm sharing my process with you all. I need to make sure my whole energy is open. And um, because, you know what? you know we're we're talking about aligning with god energy right so so that energy of god is infinite but if if you're like this if you're masked up if you're um isolated like you feel that you feel that and then all of a sudden you're angry because you've been pushed down into a can of sardine and that is not our spirit so break free so the decision to mask up or not is up to you yep that it, it wasn't our intention to tell you what to do, but to give you different angles where, how is it a crime? How is it dumbing you down? How is it stripping you of your freedom? How is it free, stripping you of your voice? How is it stripping you of the unique expression of God already is you and as you? 
but you're covering your face up. And I just love that you're here because, you know, you know what I'm about. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know, so thank you for the energy that you brought in. Thank you so much for the research that you've done um, prior to this. Do you have any final words? Mostly just try not to let it change you unless it's for the better. Unless it's for the better. And you can tell if you're changing for the worse. Yes. And start from one. <laughs> Awareness. <Right. laughs> Knowledge. <laughs> Choice. That's right. Alignment. That's right. Expression. <laughs> I love you. The steps. I love you too. <laughs> well, it really is the step to, if we're going to ascend our consciousness, if we're really going to claim our divine inheritance, those are the steps, really. It's just rinse and repeat. Rinse and repeat. Yep. It's all moment-to-moment -moment awareness and intentionality. Is this where I want to be? Is throwing detergent at an employee who's just doing her job really the best course of action for myself? I'm ha am I happy with that? If, if I was the one who did that. <laughs> I don't mean to be disrespectful. That poor woman must have been just, I mean, she must have just snapped, right? Right. Well, this is an awareness show, right? We are not our behaviors. But yeah. if we, we are being pushed into something, that level of rage will explode somewhere, whether inside or outside. So just, just keep that in mind. And yeah. that is what mask. And really, does a piece of clothing have a power over you? I'll, I'm going to leave you with that question. Ooh. I love that. That's gonna, that's going to be a good one to think on. I think that's that's a very powerful question for pretty much everybody. Well, I love you, girl. Thank you so I love much. You too. Thank you so much for having me. It was a good discussion. It was needed. Yeah. Thank you for that release too. <sighs> okay. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Soul Power to the People podcast with Tess Vergara. We can no longer be the spectators of our own destruction. Take back your mind, take back your voice, take back your soul, take back your power. Join me again next time for the next episode of Soul Power to the People.